Welcome to the Blind Side Podcast with, with your host, DJ Nico. Welcome to the Blind Side Podcast with, with your host, with DJ host, Nico. Welcome to the Blind Side Podcast with, with your host, DJ Nico. Hey, hey guys, welcome back to the Blind Side Podcast. I'm your host, Nico. We've got today in, uh, in the studio, Coach Tate Smith, the coach from the West Texas Warbirds Coach. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on board. Well, I'm glad to have you on. Um, wanted to kind of just want to know from you what why you got into coaching and why, uh, how, how did you get this uh, opportunity to coach the Warbirds? Well, I think why I got into coaching was uh, I, the time for me of playing kind of ran out. Uh, I, I played uh, football at Odessa Permian. I played collegiately at the University of New Mexico and then at the University of Texas at El Paso and was given a chance to uh, uh, get into coaching by Coach Ron King over at Odessa High okay. uh, several years ago and uh, took that opportunity and ran with it. But I think the main reason why I got in was uh, because of coaches who I had in junior high and high school that impacted my life in a positive manner uh, with guys like uh, uh, Coach Eddie Bazell, uh, Coach Doe Cuddleston, Coach Ephraim Marino, uh, junior high-wise, and then in the high school, like guys like uh, 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 Coach Ted Woolman, Coach Brandon Faircloth. Right. Uh, and there, there's so many at that Permian staff that, that I really looked up to uh, that, that really inspired me to get into coaching. So would you say uh, at a young age, that's kind of what you were like, hey, that's I was something I want to do when I get, you know, grow up, you know, how they always say, what do you want to do when you grow up, you know? Well, I, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Uh, my, my family... Uh uh, they're entrepreneurs by trade. Uh, my mm-hmm. dad owns uh, several businesses in town, and uh, gave, you know definitely had that opportunity to go to that side. But right. uh, I knew I was when I was done playing, I, I didn't want to get away from the game. I wanted to uh, continue to give back to the game, and and thankful I did, and and, and thankful that people keep giving me the opportunity to coach. Um, I know, didn't you, uh, you told me you have kind of been all over Texas, you know? I, I have. I've, I've coached high school ball and, and arena football all over. Um, I've, I've coached at Odessa High School, Midland Greenwood, uh, Edinburgh High School, and Ballinger High School. Uh, I've also coached uh, for the West Texas Roughnecks. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, the arena football, I've coached for the RGV Soul. I've helped coach out with uh, the guys up in Duke City in several games. Um, and then now coaching for the for the Warbirds. So, yeah, I've been kind of all over. <laughs> Coach, um, how is it, I mean, coming back to, you know, you said you did the uh, West Texas Remnicks when they were here um, in Odessa, and then, you know, years later you're coming back and kind of, I guess, you you know, home turf, you know, here at the Coliseum and, and hosting the Warbirds. Well, I, I think for me, uh, being a, a hometown guy, mm-hmm. you always want to have success in your hometown, right? And, and, it, and it makes you work that much harder. Uh, and so for me, I've taken that to another level and, and, and given everything I have to this organization to uh, help continue, uh, you know, our, our winning streak and to do things the right way and, and do things the West Texas way. Right. And uh, that that's how I see things. And I think that uh, so far our organization uh, from all sides, both operational and, and, and the football side, mm-hmm. everybody sees that uh, eye to eye and, and great things are happening for our organization right now and look to look to stay that way. Um, how, how were, uh, how were, how did, what, what uh, what was your reaction when they said uh, we're going to bring it back this year? You know, with the pandemic and everything last year, kind of just put everything on hold. And you know, what was your reaction? They said, "Hey, we're going to bring it back this season. We're going to make it happen." Well, I 
I didn't really get a phone call uh, until I would say late April, early May, uh, somewhere in there from Gus Kanzada, our, our GM, mm-hmm. and asking me to come on board and if I would even want to come on board. And, uh, you know, when I started thinking about it, I, you know, it crossed my mind. I had a lot to, to think on mm-hmm. uh, for several weeks. Uh, so a pretty know, big decision. Yeah, it, it was. And it just wasn't a decision for the arena team. It was uh, uh, also for our high school. Um, we just got a new head football coach over to Odessa High. So right. we were kind of in limbo for a long time, not knowing if we we're going to be able to stay as coaches over there, or if we we're leaving, or if we had to pack up and go somewhere else. So there was a lot that was mm-hmm. involved. And, and luckily, everything worked out. And, and luckily, uh, they they retained me over to Dessa High, and I got to uh, uh, do this. I had, um, what were your thoughts? I mean, uh, first home game this past week. I mean, I know you said it for you, just going in relaxed and stuff when we talked uh, last week on the coaches' show. Um, how, I mean, seeing everybody, you know, fans in the stands, you know, and the players hyped up, you know, how was it for you, you know, here on home turf? Well, it's always fun at home when you get a win. Mm-hmm. And especially it's fun at home when it's your first home game as right. an organization and you win. Uh, but the the cool thing to me was is that uh, people were in the stands and they enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And people are talking ar- uh, around town. The buzz is going about about the Warbirds, which is awesome because now people are wanting to know more. They're wanting to know where can they buy tickets, what mm-hmm. when's the next home game, what, what time are y'all playing, and stuff along those lines. So when people see us, uh, now the talk's going on about – uh, what we're doing and mm-hmm. it's something special and something good going on right now and we, we plan to keep doing that uh, but the main thing for me was is getting to put on a show uh, Saturday that people enjoyed and people wanted to be a part of and and after you know after the game getting to talk to the fans getting to talk to uh, family and friends and stuff like that we, we definitely were able to put on a show uh, and, and it was a lot of fun it just wasn't fun for the fans it was a lot of fun for us coaches to see mm-hmm. that our team uh, had to handle a little bit of adversity Right. Uh, down by two going at the half and us fighting and clawing and everything to get back and then eventually to go up by 14. Uh, it, it's hard to do in arena football. Right. It's really hard to do. It is. And um, those of you who saw the game last last Saturday night, it was fast and fierce for the first half. And uh, Coach Reese and those guys up in Amarillo did a, a tremendous job. They came in very well prepared. They came uh, in with a game plan that was sound and, and what their team could do. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it came down to who was going to make the plays at the end of the game uh, and regardless of who made the plays that's how an arena football team or any arena football game will go is who has the ball at the end of the game to make the plays and luckily the ball bounced our way and we were able to uh, capitalize awesome well coach uh, here on the show um, I mentioned to you and I think you said you checked out a couple of po- uh, my podcast um, what would you say to somebody or like people that are disabled that maybe want to do something you know the young kids you know that grow up you know whether it's being in a wheelchair whether it's being uh, like myself with mild cerebral palsy or visual impairment that maybe say, hey, I want to be a coach someday or I want to do something in the professional, um, the sports world. What would you say to those kids, you know, stuff like that? Well, there's all different types of people out there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what's great for me is being a high school football coach that has got to see uh, people with special needs for whatever development it is Mm -hmm. and I, those kids I love you know at Odessa High we, we have uh, a ton of those kids that, that I get to either coach in adaptive PE or they get to come on the sideline and they're you know they're, they, they may not can play right. but 
they turn into maybe they can be a filmer maybe they could uh be a ball boy for us maybe they could help with equipment maybe they could uh help you know pass out water and, and help on the the uh, athletic training side but we try to find something for those kids to do uh at all times and that's just not me uh our assistant head coach coach garza does a, a tremendous job mm-hmm. uh, with that as well uh he was actually over that when he was the uh down in allen as the as the head track coach and and as a football coach there and so uh he you know he, he does an excellent job uh with taking on those kids and bringing them into our programs and and letting them feel like they're a part of something uh because sometimes uh you know, we take for granted as people that don't have something wrong with us that, you know, that were those people that have something going on mm-hmm. that they feel like they're the outcast. They're not the outcast. Right. They're, they're just normal human beings just like everybody else. So yeah. they shouldn't be treated any differently. And, uh, you know, one of my favorite professors was at the University of New Mexico who had cerebral palsy. And uh, he was awesome because wow. he... Uh, he went up there and, and taught a full blown lesson one week and everything was fine. The next week he had something going on or whatever. Well, mm-hmm. he already pre recorded the, the lesson. So, where if something happened to him, that we still got the, the message sent to us. So, he could just sit down and his wife went up there, hit a button, and there it went. And then once he got everything under control, he was able to talk to us. And it was one of the coolest classes. I think that everybody in that class was kind of gravitated towards him because of that. It mm-hmm. wasn't that they felt bad for him, right. it was just how he impacted impacted our lives that hey just because i have something wrong with me don't judge me because of that yeah. judge me because of what the work i do and uh he he was awesome I, I i loved it probably one of the best probably one of the best professors that i ever learned from oh wow coach i want to ask you um when you found out that uh i would be working with y'all what was your like i didn't want to i wanted to ask you but you know we and then i kind of mentioned you know when we did the coach show last week you know about cp and about being visually impaired you know and just doing you know interviewing coaches and stuff and what i've done interviewing people on my podcast come on bring it on <laughs> I'm, I'm open to to whatever you know um it, it's a blessing when you've played at the next level mm-hmm. uh and and you go to to college or you've uh been a coach you get uh, all different types of people, you mm-hmm. know, that, that they may have a stuttering problem. They may have, uh, like yourself, cerebral palsy. They may be blind, they, they, but, but they do an excellent job with what they do. Right. So uh, just because somebody has a disability, uh, I don't care if you do a great job at what you do. Mm-hmm. Hey, come on, let's, let's join on board and let's, let's get everything rolling because uh, in the long run, uh, you know, nobody really knows anything about you at mm-hmm. all. And you put a good product out there, then people start knowing about you. So people want to uh, continue to see what type of work you're doing. What are you doing? How did you get this job, even with everything going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, and I, I think it's just that much cooler of a story when, when people do find out. Mm-hmm. But for me, uh, you know, the first time I met you, I knew something was wrong, but I wasn't going to ask. Oh. That's not my, <laughs> that's not my, that's not my, uh, uh, that's not how I go about business, you know. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, our our management brought you on to do a job, and mm-hmm. I trust their decision. And heck, that's like the other night at the game. Heck, you know, it, it was funny to me that uh, I was talking to my my mom and dad and my brother. I was like, "What'd y'all think of the music?" I was like, "Heck, the music was great, but the other team they were mad because you were playing music during during the game." Heck, and I'm over on the sideline. I didn't even know music was playing, so I was like, "How are y'all that worried about music when we're sitting there rolling as normal?" And they're worried about it, but uh, you know. I, I thought I thought that 
you know, Saturday you did a great job. I think that what you do is really, really cool and neat uh, and special because a lot of people with what you do mm-hmm. uh, would turn around and, and kind of go into a shell and hide from it, and you're out here uh, trying to make the best of it. So that's pretty awesome. Well, Coach, you know, I will be honest with you. You know, there are there's been points in life where I'm just like I hit the rock bottom and I'm just like I don't want nothing to do anymore, you know, and um, I got an opportunity to work for Kiss FM, you know, and, and learn from those guys. They're good friends of mine and you know i said you know what let me let me do what they're doing let me if i need to invest in in equipment then i'll do it you know and i just was like you know what they get to to interact with fans they get to interact with people and i'm like i love people in general i just love being around people i feed off the people you know i love getting stories you know uh, one of my best friends uh, in high school actually was a football player he played in the nfl and uh, he died three years ago um died from uh, heart failure and kidney failure and um his story just impacted me uh, junior in high school at odessa high and um we ended up becoming good friends and he took me out to lunch out of 300 kids in the auditorium um me and him went out to lunch um and he came and spoke to my church at like 40 to 50 kids youth night and we were we became good friends and his story really just hit me at a time you know my mom was sick with cancer really didn't know what to do was a junior i was like okay is my mom gonna make it i'm fixing to go in my senior year is it even worth it you know finishing and he he was that that inspiration that i i needed at that time and you know and, and watching him just share his story um you know i shared my story with him you know growing up as a as a kid with special needs and he was so impacted he actually would uh, go out when he would speak he would share my story with other kids and you know it was so cool you know and i would share his story when i got the opportunity and you know we really had an impact on on each other's life you know and him playing in the nfl like he did uh, for several years and then you know him losing his battle with the heart failure you know it was just like what can i do to carry on his legacy you know maybe getting stories and and sharing my story with other people like he did with me yeah i think that you know the that when people are given a talent that they can go out and talk to people or given a microphone like yourself that's able to go connect to people all across uh the world wide web mm-hmm. you have a voice and you have a message and so that voice and that message is very powerful and uh you know a and it was funny. I was reading a quote that my that my uncle posted today on Facebook. A tongue can't break bones, but your words can break a human body down. And, yeah. Uh, when you read that quote, you know it's it's really truthful because uh, what you say to people or how you say things to people uh, can either influence them very positively or, or negatively. Yeah. And uh, you know, hopefully, you know, people see the the great in what you're doing, and hopefully, people see not only what you're doing but also uh, how you're promoting our. our organization and everything else it's in a positive way and uh i i'm i'm really excited to have you on board and i'm, I'm thankful that you're here because you're impacting people not who we know but other people yeah. that you know and and people who listen to your podcast and everything else well you know coach I, I always tell people you know i can play sports with you but just don't throw the ball at me i might run the other direction <laughs> you know i can throw the ball i can kick the ball but just don't throw it at me because i I can't with um, with my vision. I can't judge distance. I yeah. can't judge how far it is. So if you throw something at me, I might run this way or this way. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing. I'm not scared. It's just I don't want to. You know, I've gotten hit in the face before with a football and it hurts. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Don't don't definitely don't want to do that. <laughs> I, you good. know, I play sports. I play golf. I play every uh, every so often when I can. Uh, I'll go with that with uh, our pastor at church and and we'll play Ratliff. You know, he's like he goes. He always tells the the people in the club. He goes, Yeah, I'm playing with the blind guy today. 
I, I beat the blind guy at golf. Yeah. <laughs> I always, yeah. I always tell people, I'm like, I love golf. You know, it's, it's for me, it's, it's calm and relaxing and it helps me forget, you know, my problems and, you know, it's, I can relax and then just be myself, you know, and, you know, it's stuff like that. You know, I, I love doing what I do, you know, podcasting, golf, you know, I grew up, uh, going out to the commemorative air force out in Midland, you know, and I would work with the, the planes out there as a kid, you know, and, yeah. and that was something that I really enjoyed. And I was like, wow, I get to be a part of something that's so bigger than mm. myself. You know, we have history, uh, f- living history, you know, with these planes and you get to interview these, talk to these veterans and, and getting just all these stories. Cause it's like, wow, these veterans, eventually they're not going to be here anymore. And if you can get to the, get their story and share it for other people to hear that story is going to continue on. Right. You yeah. know, and, and that's kind of my goal with this, you know, just want to leave a legacy behind. I don't want it to be about me. I want it to be about other people. Right. Well, you, you know, and you, you kind of hit the, the nail right on the head with, with everything going on along the lines of, uh, sharing stories, you know, mm-hmm. with people that, that, that people will always remember you for what you did the very last time, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, your, your legacy is left behind, uh, and whether it's good or bad, you mm-hmm. know, people are always going to remember that that last touchdown or somebody's going to always remember that last quote that somebody made or or what they did the very last time. But then also, uh, you know, it's 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 pretty significant that that you're able to uh, take that and extend on it, mm-hmm. you know, with your podcast, stuff like that. So uh, pretty neat. Well, you know, coach, I appreciate, you know, today <laughs> I was thinking, who can I get? You know, I want to interview as many people here as I can and get their story because you know somebody you might have a story that might impact somebody else you know they may be going through something similar we never know i always like to say you may pass somebody and you say hi to them and you never know they may end up wanting to end it all that night right but you being the one just saying hey how's it going sir you may be that one person that says they're like hey i don't matter and it's like oh wait the the one guy that passed me today he said hey how are you doing I, well, I do matter. I, I think that I've, I've learned through being a coach and, and, and doing this several years that mm-hmm. uh, everybody laughs at me because they call me the mayor because I'll stop <laughs> and talk to anybody. I don't care who you are. Uh, I'm going to talk to you, shake your hand. Hopefully, you, you take you know tell you have a good day. And mm-hmm. uh, if you're having a bad day, hopefully the day you can you can make the day better. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's always been me. I guess I've got that from my my dad, and my granddad, and my uncle because. Uh, they're all the same way. They 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 have the gift. God gave us a gift to uh, interact with people, uh, and and I'm a firm believer that a simple handshake or a, a, a hand wave or hey good morning good afternoon hope you're doing well goes a long ways mm-hmm. uh, for anybody. And and people just want to feel good about themselves. And when you can do that and help somebody feel good, mm-hmm. it's awesome. So yeah, uh, definitely a firm believer in what you just said. Okay, coach. Well, coach, I appreciate your taking your time uh, taking time out of your day for this. Uh, really do appreciate it. I know you're busy we've got uh, the thing going on tonight at 7 uh 7 30 la fusion you know mm-hmm. the coach or so which uh, very excited if you guys uh tune in tonight we'll be out there and guys thanks to our sponsor uh la fusion um check them out here in odessa they've got great food uh tonight they will be feeding the team and feeding us guys uh highly recommend it uh they are open from uh tuesday through saturday from 12 a.m to 9 p.m guys check them out guys this has been the blindside podcast welcome to the blindside podcast podcast with your host DJ Nico